19-287, Committee of the Whole Meeting Notice, Tuesday, May 12th, 6 p.m. Pursuant to Governor Baker's March 12, 2020 order, suspending certain provisions of the Open Meeting Law, General Law Chapter 38, Section 18, and the Governor's March 15, 2020 order, imposing strict limitation on the number of people that may gather in one place, this meeting of the Metro City Council will be conducted via remote participation to the greatest extent possible. Specific information and general guidelines for remote participation by members of the public and or parties with a right and or requirement to attend this meeting can be found on the City of Medford website at www.medfordma.org. For this meeting, members of the public who wish to listen or watch the meeting may do so by accessing the meeting link contained herein. No in-person attendance of members of the public will be permitted, but every effort will be made to ensure that the public can adequately access the proceedings in real time via technological means. In the event that we are unable to do so, despite best efforts, we will post on the City of Medford or Medford Community Media website an audio or video recording transcript or other comprehensive record of proceedings as soon as possible after the meeting. There will be a meeting in the Medford City Council Committee of the Whole on Tuesday, May 12th at 6, 6 p.m. via Zoom. The purpose of the meeting will be to continue the discussion on selecting a zoning consultant from the RFQ, the zoning RFQ 20-0133. The City Council has invited Chief Procurement Officer Shab Khan to attend the meeting. For further information, aids and accommodations, contact the City Clerk at 781-393-2425. Sincerely yours, John C. Falco, Jr. President. Uh, let's begin. Uh, if we could have the clerk, uh, please take the roll. Absolutely. Councilor Bears. Present. Vice President Carabiello. Present. Councilor Knight. Present. Councilor Marks. Present. Councilor Morell. Present. Councilor Scarpelli. Present. President Falco. Present. So all seven members are present. Um, so this is a follow-up to our meeting last week with regard to the zoning um, RFQ uh, where we uh, Basically, uh, we have presentations uh, from uh, Community Opportunity Group and UTL Design. Um, they gave us both presentations and we had all kinds of questions and whatnot. And um, it was a nice back and forth. There was a lot of information to digest. And uh, so what we did is we took the, basically the past almost week to kind of go through that information. And we are here now to um, talk about it some more, uh, possibly make a decision. But um, uh, but so that's pretty much the main purpose of the meeting tonight. So I'm, I'm not sure if anybody wants to give any input as to council tonight. Um, Mr. President, thank you very much. Uh, I think that the meeting with both Cog and Utail was very uh, informative. And one thing that caught my attention towards the end of the meeting was the discussion uh, surrounding a question Councilor Caviello asked. And um, from the way that Mr. Bobrovsky explained it was, there's an age-old dispute as to whether or not you codify your zoning ordinance first or you amend your zoning ordinance first. And he went on to say that um, codification is necessary regardless of whether you do it first or second. And he also said that um, you know the argument between planners and lawyers alike has always been, uh, what's the proper way to do it? And there is no proper way to do it. You can do it either way. Um, and that got me to thinking, you know, codification, what is codification? It's, you know, removing and repealing the obsolete ordinances and editing our current zoning code for proper grammar, for readability and for fluidity. Um, 
it streamlines the process, Mr. President. And I think this is a job if we codify first and then move on to amend our zoning ordinance, um, we'll be in a better position. Um, as Mr. Bobrovsky said at the meeting, um, he was with uh, the Utah group. Um, he said that if you codify first, it allows you to develop specific lanes or buckets for where you want to put new stuff as opposed to putting all this new stuff on the table and then having to find out where to go and then having to codify it at the end. Um, so in, in looking at, you know, the presentation that they gave us last week, I think that, you know, the, the, we're on the right track. I just think that next, the meeting that we had last week was really like phase two and three. And I'm thinking maybe um, it might be in our best interest to codify first and use that as the phase one process to take our existing ordinance to make them more readable and more fluid, um, which will allow us to, number one, streamline the permitting process so that hopefully we'll be able to capture uh, new growth revenues sooner than we would under the current code and also um, potentially generate permitting fees sooner because our zoning code is more fluid, um, which will allow us to have a inflow of revenues that we wouldn't necessarily have, um, which, we necess which we definitely need based upon the revenue forecast that we heard about last week. Um, so I, I certainly like the presentations that went forward um, last week. I just think that they're really phase two and three, and uh, we could move forward and codify our ord existing ordinances now. I don't believe that's been done since 2001. So the last time it was done was 19 years ago. Uh, if we think about 2001, the first thing that pops to my mind is 9-11. Um, so that was quite a bit of time ago, Mr. President. So I think it might be time we codify our ordinances. This will allow us to start a, pro a process uh, that has a beginning and an end in phase one. Um, we all heard that phase two and three are going to take, you know, between two and five years to implement. So if we codify first, we can actually complete the task from start to finish and then move into phase two and into phase three. So that would be my suggestion, would be to, to relook at what it is we're trying to do and maybe codify our existing code first, our existing zoning code for, first, and then move forward. Um, to add to it and change it and the like. Uh, thank you, Council Knight. I think we might have missed the last sentence. <laughs> but yes, sentence? Well, that's that's a, that's actually better than what I'm used to. So, <laughs> um, what I said was, I just think it might be um, smarter for us to codify first and then move forward to do some of the things we talked about in last week's meeting. Okay. Um, codify first and then move forward and add stuff to the zoning code second. Okay. Uh, uh, Thank you, Council Knight. Uh, so we have a number of uh, people that want to speak on this. So uh, Council Scott Pelley, then Council Morell, and they, the Vice President Caviello, did you have your hand up? I did. Okay. So. Council Scarpelli, Council Morrell, Vice President Caviello, and then we'll go after that. So, Council Scarpelli. So, I, th I think as a whole, um, you know, pr personally, my opinion, I think that the first group, um, I like their presentation in the sense that we had one person that really would work with us from beginning to end to get that to get the first phase going. I think that um, the second group was really. You know, the AD, ADD kicked in and I was all over the place. And I really didn't get a chance to tie in. I do think, as we talked, Mr. Barbosky really was probably the person that was most influential to me in that meeting the other night. 
And and I agree with with Adam wholeheartedly in the sense that that we've been we've been talking about getting getting somewhere. This process financially sounds pretty sound. Um, he's identified areas within you know a, a three minute conversation where he identified ordinances right away that we needed to correct immediately. And having that process and starting it that way and working off a document that's up to date that we can then work toward the next phase, I think that that really piqued my interest in the sense that when Councilor Carviello brought it up and then you you heard heard his presentation and you you I've made some phone calls in some communities that he's worked in and he has been uh, a superstar. Now, does that mean we can get him because he's part of this this consortium or this group? I don't know, but I mean, so I, I tend to what my hesitation is. Geez, is it because it was him presenting that format, or um, could we get him? Because if we could, I'm all in with that with with the with the codifying. I think that. That's the, that's something that we have. We see instant results. We work. We eliminate issues that are, are blatantly in front of us, and then we have a documents that we can work off of in the, uh, right from day one. So, and, and it sets the phase. I think that as you're listening, the phases were a little confusing in the sense that how we could do this, how we could do that, put the put the horse in front of the the car in front of the horse, whatnot. But I think Mr. Brabowski really brought that together. For me, so again, I think that um, you know I've talked to a few of his law students too, and uh, they they speak very highly of him. So again, I don't know if it's his his presentation, his knowledge of zoning, um, in ordinances. I think that you know that's the only piece that I'm stuck on right now. So I just wanted to share that with my my colleagues and go from there. So thank you. Thank you, Councilor Scott Pelly, Councilor Murrah. Thank you, Mr. President. Uh, yeah, I have to agree with Councillor Knight and Councillor Scarpelli. Um, my, I think both presentations, um, they had their kind of uh, pluses in what they could do for Medford. Um, as Councillor Scarpelli um, hit on, uh, the Community Opportunities Group, the idea of a single person working for us and having that person, I think, makes a lot of sense. Um, but also looking at UTL, um, they had the industry experience and there were all these individuals that had such specific areas of focus but as you dig through the presentations um, and the RFQs what, what we have is um, both of them are going to provide us with essentially a diagnostic report and what I fear is we will get a beautiful report and we add it to the pile of beautiful reports and plans that we have that we haven't been able to act on. Um, I, I think funding for this is a very real issue, and I agree with Councillor Knight that what can we actually um, use this small amount of budget for to get something done, to have something we can actually move on and say, okay, we got this part done. And then we can look at funding for phase two because we don't have that funding secured yet. So if we're left with these diagnostic documents, which are great, um, how do we act on those? So I think there is really the case to be made for that recodification that can um, get us somewhere and put us on the path and at least have one step done as opposed to another beautiful plan that we can't really act on or come to consensus on. Thank you, Councilor Morell. Vice President Carriello. Thank you, Mr. President. Mr. President, the reason, the reason I asked that question last week is uh, 
something that I took out of the workshop that you and I went to in uh, January is about um, is getting the uh, getting your ducks in a row first before you start uh, building and developing things. Um, I think Mr. Bravarsky says that you know we could probably have that done before the end of the year with all our uh, with all our rules in place and uh, and you know and 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 what it takes to actually get the process moving. You know, as far as you know, you know all of you know, most of the cities have a streamlined building permit process that that gets done quickly. Ours, ours is, is a protracted one. It takes a long amount of time to, to get ours done. And, and, and the second thing is, you know, uh, what I also took was, um, I don't know what the mayor's plan is going forward. I mean, you know, and, and that was what uh, uh, every, all the consultants we had taught, we had listened to that day. The first thing they said is, you know, you can have us come in here, but what do you want us to do? Tell us what your plan is. I, 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 I haven't seen the plan from the mayor to know what the mayor wants to do. So at least we have our rules in place. And then be, be, between now and then, uh, the, the mayor can come up with her plan. And then we can say, hey, listen, this is the mayor's plan. This is where we, we, we'd like to go with it. So, but, but the rules will be in place. And, and like Councilman Rose says, you know, are we going to have funding for phase two? <clears throat> Which is you know, the other question. Uh, you know, I mean, this is the, you know, this money here is, is going to go uh, for the rules, but uh, you know, is there is there going to be funding for the next phase of this project? That that's really the the biggest question that needs to be answered, Mr. President. Thank you, Vice President Carvial, Council of Beers. Thank you, Mr. President. Um, I think for me, my only question, so then, if we are going down that path, um. Would be is forty thousand enough to do what we're talking about with Bobrowski? Because I don't think we asked that question. Um, I don't know if other folks have asked it since, but um, that would just be my my one kind of thought is to make. Great. I, I think uh, of information, Councilor Scarpelli. I'm sorry, Mr. President, but I think this is what we asked him, and he said that to do this process would get us forty thousand dollars. So he thinks he can do go through this process and that. If, if I'm mistaken, I just so. That, thank you. Now that you say that, I'm starting to remember him saying that. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that, that could be correct. Um, and I hope it is. And then the question is, does that leave us in a place where it kind of puts us back in a sense, not entirely, but a little bit at square one with in terms of amendments and what we want to do. So I'd like to at least have the conversation with the city administration about about the plan. And if we're going to go this route, that we we at least have some understanding that we're going to address this big piece, this, the, the major question here. Um, so that's that's my main concern. Thank you, Councilor Pierce. Councilor Marx. Uh, thank you, Mr. President. Um, I think the recodification is uh, a great first step. Um, I, I do want to caution us that um, this is a lengthy process, even with recodification. It's still a very lengthy process. Um, and I think at the very least, while we're doing this maybe as a first step, we have to sit down and state what our other interests are um, when we look at the city. And I think we've put that out there with the Green Line extension, with Method Square, with Mystic Ave. And I think we have to come up with our own game plan and simultaneously be working on uh, our, our codification as well as what the next step is. Because like I said, uh, you know, we don't want to be sitting here in eight months from now saying, okay, now we have many of our rules uh, in, in place now, and we still haven't worked on and missed a lot of opportunities to work on 
the Green Line extension and, and Method Square and everything else. So I, I would hope that we can maybe do a couple of things at once. Um, and, um, you know, the money aspect, I know the, the, these are tough times, but, but I think we have to look at this. this. This is the lifeline of a community. You know, when we're talking about spending 40000 50000 for consultants, to be quite frank, that's a drop in the bucket for a city this size that hasn't looked at their uh, zoning in 30 years. And, and that's a drop in the bucket. We've had studies that I can tell you about, the Mystic River study. We've had the Method Parking uh, Garage study for $100,000. We've had studies, as Council Morrell mentioned, that are all in the waste can right now. And uh, so I would hate to hear that you know money is going to be an obstacle. If this is going to take additional money, I think we all have to have in our mind, this is what we're going to push for as a council. It's one of our major responsibilities. And clearly, we need assistance. And that's in the way of consultants and people to push us along the process. So, yes, the 40,000 is there now. In my opinion, you know, we should have uh, whatever is needed to make stage two and stage three become a reality. And, you know, and I think we, if we're all on the same page, that'll happen. So uh, I just want to put that out there. And I'm not opposed to going forward with – I liked both groups, to be quite frank. I like the wealth of knowledge in the second group. Um, I, I really like the fact that everyone seemed to have their own expertise and so forth. And then I liked the individual, the first group that was kind of tailor-made, and she said you'd probably be my major contract that I'm working with. So I like that aspect too. So I, I'm kind of tossed. I, I don't think we can go wrong with either group, uh, in my own opinion. So that's my thought. Thank you, Council Marks. Hey, and I, I want to thank uh, everyone for your input input on this uh, this issue. Um, the, the meetings I thought last week were very good. Um, you know, we had uh, you know two kind of different styles, like Council Marks was saying. We had everyone that had that expertise in that second group, and then that first group was just you know uh, kind of like that one individual, um, which which was good because she was kind of like the point person for everything, which is nice. So you only had to go through one person. But, you know, I also did like in that second group how they had the, um, you know, everyone had their own expertise. Um, but I think the key point, and I'll agree with, I, I agree with everyone here. I think the key point, you know, we had a meeting at six and a meeting at seven last week with each of the different organizations. And I think the key point probably came at about five minutes to eight. So we're almost two hours in. But I think that's where we really started to talk about, the, you know, the recodification of the, of the, of the, uh, the zoning bylaw in really, Kind of getting down to it, and I think uh, you know, Mr. Bobrovsky had some, you know, a lot of good points. And I think what impressed me about him, in particular, is you know, the people that do this. He said, you know, I do two or three of these a year. So he basically does two uh, works with two or three different communities a year just to do this. So that's kind of like that's right in his wheelhouse. That's what he does. It's his expertise, and I really think that you know, and I, I agree. This is something that we need to do. Um, I think the, I'm almost positive. I think the number he mentioned when he talked about price, thought he said was around $50,000. So, um, so, but in my eyes, and I, you know, it's well worth the extra money. It's an investment in the community so we can move forward if it's not off in the right foot. Council of Knights, right. This here, 2001 at the bottom. That's what it says. That's the last time this was looked at. This, this, uh, the zoning uh, bylaw. So it needs to be looked at again. It needs to be scrubbed. Um, and uh, I think we're heading in the right direction by doing this. I, I really do. And I, and I think that 
I, I feel like we're you know pretty much all on the same page. I guess you know, you know, maybe this is a question for Shab. If we want to go in this direction, is the next piece you know issuing an RFP for something like this or uh, another RFQ for just the zoning piece? I'm not sure if, if you want to chime in on that. She's mic'd. Shab, one second. I try not to mute her. Shab, you. It won't let me. Oh, they, Shab, I think I can hear you now. <laughs> okay. No, it all depends what you guys want, how you gonna how you guys wanna start. If you wanna codify or you wanna go by, you know, uh, the diagnostic route, what do you wanna do? You you have to, you folks have to decide what route you wanna take. Um, uh, and then, you know, the next steps. Um, if we need an RF, if we need to do an RFV, we can. Uh, we can do that at any point, but you know, you you guys figure out first. Uh, do you want a diagnostic of the existing code, or do you want to codify? You know, which which one is it? Which steps? Okay. Um, I, I mean, from the from you the start working with the consultant, it'll it'll be it'll become clear what what the next steps are too. I mean, you need to start the process. I think. Right. And I, and I also think that both were very good last week. If you go with either one, you'll be, you'll do fine. Uh, you know, one is a more, uh, you know, Courtney is a more individual uh, with subject matter expert and she's a one man show. And it seemed like it from the impression. And the other is a, you know, a team of experts, um, you know, put together and uh, uh, bring, you know, a lot of experience cumulatively to the table. Um, so both 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 companies, you know, are good, and I think we'll be we'll be fine with either one. It's it's your call who you want to go with. Think about long term. You may uh, want to, um, you know, do the whole process with the same company. You know, changing changing companies midstream is sometimes tough. Yeah. So, um, keep in mind when you select when you um, when you uh, evaluate both companies their their experience the amount of work they've done in this area how good their presentation was all that you know keep that in mind this is going to probably going to be a long term long term relationship uh, that's how I see it okay uh, Knight. Um, where the zoning consultant's focus is on the zoning ordinance. Wouldn't that be considered um, a legal services contract? Mm, no, I don't think so. This is consulting you know, work. They're working. They're working on the zoning. Right. I mean, the way I'm looking at it is we're looking for legal expertise to provide us with consulting on a zoning act. So would that be something that would be subject to the RFP process if it was a legal contract? Again, depends depends on what you're trying to accomplish. You know, uh, right now you have a consultant who's going to help you do some zoning, you know, planning, uh, diagnostics, or whatever you need them to do. That's what we're doing right now: hiring, pre-qualifying a consultant to work with you guys. Right. Okay. So how about this? And then, yeah. as we go through the process. 
next steps, you know, we can figure out if an RFP needs to be done at some point, we can always do that. But from, from what I'm hearing from the council, it seems like everyone would rather just go with the recodification. Am I correct in saying that? Um, why don't we take a vote on that, Mr. President? Offer, I'll offer that in the way of a motion. All right, so, uh, Clerk Artemis, do you have that? No, I don't have that. Can Councilman and I repeat that for me, please? Um, I will offer the motion for whatever the President just said. Councilman Knight moved to uh, move to, and then and then Councilor Falco was going to tell me what to write. President Falco was going to tell me what to write. <laughs> that, that we uh, that, that we uh, was it that we bring in someone to recodify the zoning ordinance. The council take a vote as to whether or not the next step in the process that we want to no. pursue would be codification, right? Correct. Hang on. Second. Hang on. Jeez, spell water. So the motion is uh, Council Knight move to take a vote on whether the next step in the process should be recodification. That is correct. Okay, so you're so so you're saying a yes vote is to proceed to recut is to is to is to say that the next step is recodification. A no vote is to say that the next step is not recodification. Correct. Correct. Okay, I heard a second from Councilor Bears. Correct. Correct. Clerk Erdemis, please call the roll. Okay, Councilor Bears. Yes. Vice President Carabiello. Yes. Councilor Knight. Yes. Councilor Marks. Yes. Councilor Morell? Yes. Councilor Scarpelli? Yes. President Falco? Yes. Seven the affirmative, zero in the negative, the motion passes. Okay. So now we settled that. Councilor um, Scarpelli? Now, now, Shab, can we, can we um, hire the consultant group that has Bob in that group and dictate that this is what we want in phase one? Yeah, I didn't say, didn't we, wasn't he at the um, presentation last? He was, so. Yes. Yeah, so we just, and I think he was in the Utile design group. So basically you select, you know, you evaluate both companies, rate them, and then you select Utile and uh, we send, a, I'll draft up a contract and send it, and then you guys work with the, it seems like it's a team. It's not just one person. It's it's a team, but he is one of the team members. So you'll have a kickoff meeting, and you'll basically, you know, uh, let them know what you, how you want to proceed, and they'll have a game plan over the next couple of months, a timeline of you know all the deliverables, meetings, and whatever, and and that's it. You know, it'll right. What I'm, what I'm saying is, can we write the contract? And that it's it stipulates that this is what we're focuses on. Step one is to recodify and using um, and going forward with that piece. So yeah, we can put that in the scope in the contract. Yes. Council uh, Scarpelli, do you have any further questions? Well, that was good. Thank you, Mr. President. Okay, we have Vice President Caviello, then Council Knight. Vice President Caviello. Mr. President. Um, Maybe we need to um, clarify with Mr. Barbosi. I mean, do we need the whole team uh, just to recodify? Uh, again, uh, you know, 
if that's Mr. Barbrowski's uh, expertise, and maybe we just need him at this particular moment to recodify and not all those other people. Uh, that would be maybe we want to get him back here uh, and that, before we sign an agreement, ask him if, hey, can we just hire you to recodify for us and not get the rest of the team? Because, I, I mean, you know, they made a presentation on a lot of other things that, uh, if, if I'm hearing right, we don't need at this particular point. With, with this falls into Mr. Barbosi's wheelhouse. So I, I don't know how the rest of the group feels uh, on that question. So, so I'm sorry about the dog. <laughs> I'm sorry. My question was, do we need, do we need uh, Mr. Barbosi's complete team to recodify? Uh, maybe we just need him and maybe one of his other people uh, to do it, and, and, and maybe we, we can get it in under that under that price that we agreed to, rather than have all the other parts that that we won't be utilizing at this particular time. Okay, no, no, I, I understand the question. I completely understand the question. So, and it's a good question to ask. Well, because you know, I say, you know, I remember, uh, you know, I I regretted not hiring him when we had the Locust Street project. Yeah. And again, and uh, and I, you know, I think I think he would have did a better job than the person we hired. But again, I, I I hate to let the guy walk away again for a second time. I know. I completely understand. I completely understand. Uh, Council Knight. Um, the question I have is um, for the procurement director, and I guess it's, you know, now that we want to call, how does what what we want to do differ from what was put in the RFQ? Is the scope that much different than um, what, what we asked for in the RFQ to what it is we seek to accomplish today? Um. I think it was diagnostic before, like what's, what's, you know, analyze the existing code and figure out uh, what needs to be fixed and changed. Um, but now I think you guys have decided that uh, you would like the consultant to actually uh, write the code, right? Is that- well, I mean, cod codification is, you know, removing and repealing obsolete ordinances, editing it for proper grammar. Yeah, redo, redoing it, right? Redoing the code, rewriting it. Not just uh, making a recommendation of what's wrong with the code, but actually fixing it. Hello? I, I, believe, I believe you're correct, and I believe we lost counsel tonight. Um, uh, you're there. We can hear you. Uh, he's muted. Let me unmute him. I try to unmute him. I can't. I wonder if he, he must be, maybe he's muted on his side. So, Shad, if that's the case and we want to recodify, I mean, do we have to put on another RFP or RFQ or? Or can we just go with the existing? Yeah, you can go with. You're basically RFQ is basically pre-qualifying a consultant to work with you. Okay? okay, we put up some scope and you know blah 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 whatever, but we're not married to that. You can you can change that. You know, as long as it's zoning work, you're not having him do plumbing work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can you you can you can uh, you know change the course of events okay I I to fix fix it not just tell you what's wrong with the code 
you want him to fix it too, you know, that's fine. Yeah, I'm thinking fix it, make recommendations, that type, that, that type of thing. And we don't have to take the recommendations, but if he says, hey, you know what, this is what other cities and towns are doing, you might want to look at this. That's something we might want to have a discussion about. So, um, so I'm, I'm thinking, I just want to make sure that we're doing everything from a procurement uh, point of view, the way we're supposed to be doing it. So. Yeah, the one thing that I'm not clear on, Mr. Barbowski, is it Barbowski? Um, if he is an employee of Utile Design or if it, he's, you know, works for another company or an independent contractor, because I mean, they have like a, you know, a team of several, not just Utile employees, but people from MAPC and, you know, a couple of others. So I'm not clear on his nexus with Utile. And I'm. Well, yeah. And I, th I think that was my point, Mr. President. And that's our question. Yeah, I think, uh, okay. So I want to say, I think it's, when I go through the, uh, let's see, great question. I want to say, I think that's in the presentation with the, uh, from last week, I'm trying to find it. Consolidate, while I'm looking, can you ask the question? You have a question, I believe. Um, yes. I mean, ultimately, you know, Mr. Bob Broski came to the dance with, with Utile and for us to ask him to, you know, separate himself from them so that, that he can come and work with us is, I think, uh, you know, a little, smells a little fishy to me. Yeah, uh, no, no, we can't, we can't. That's what I was trying to yeah. um, but, but the question is, um, if we in fact move forward, we can just tailor the scope of the contract to say that we want him to perform these services. We don't want the MAPC or anybody else. The scope of the contract is for UTIL, and we want their guy to be the one that's looking over it, and that person's going to be Mark Bobrowski, not anybody else. And we can put that into the contract, into the scope of the contract, so that it's not, you know, we think we're getting um, the guru, the guy that wrote the book, and then we're really getting the MAPC. Uh, I think we can put that into the, into the contract, could we not? I don't know if we can uh, to that level of, you know, that we want exclusively, I think we should leave it open-ended, but then once you start the, once we award the contract, you should um, let them, let the team know that, uh, you know, you, this is the direction you want to take, you know, the scope and everything. But, like. I mean, what's to say we want them if they're not going to listen to what we want them to do? You know, I'm not going to give them 50,000 bucks and say, this is the guy we want. And then, them do the old switcheroo either. No, no, no. You don't give anything up front. You work with them, and if they don't, you know, it doesn't. Uh, if they don't, if they don't work according to your desires, then you know you reevaluate what needs to be done. But generally, right. But at that point in time, we'll be uh, have entered into a contract, and we'll be in a position of vulnerability. Um, for liabilities against the city, where if we can get all this stuff squared away before we enter into the contract, I think we'd all feel a little bit more comfortable. Um, I wish Kim was here. I don't know how, you know, generally, I have never really, other than the scope, we can put it in scope, but to spell out that we want to exclusively work with Mr. You know, Grabowski and, and not the rest of the team, I don't know if that's possible. Well, I mean, I think when they did their presentation, they presented the scope of their services and they said that depending on what it was we were looking to do, they had an expert to perform right. that okay. for us. Right. I think Bobrowski falls under that UTL umbrella. He, he's right. Part of, he's part of that group. 
And I think we would be able to go with him if that's the route that we choose. My, my fear is this, that we hire UTL and then we get the MAPC doing all this work for us. Well, I, I think that we would have to. But, you know, if that was the case, <laughs> they even present Mr. Babowski. If they, that's what, that was their intention, why bring this guy in? Because he's the premier land use planner in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. And, you know, it's like if you want somebody to come to the mall the day they open, you have Bobby or sign autographs, right? It gets people's, it sparks people's interest. You know, no one can shake a stick at his credentials. Um, but that doesn't mean he's going to be performing the work. That just means he's a partner in the team. But it doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be the what, guy. What right. information, Mr. President? What information, Councilor Marks? Mr. President, if we end up selecting UTIL, um, can't we, in, in uh, the selection process, uh, send a message back to UTIL saying, uh, we are uh, selecting you, we'd like to go with uh, recodification, and Mr. Brodbowski, whatever, I can't pronounce his name correctly, would be, <laughs> would be the person that would like to be uh, working on this, um, you know, as, as a, a selection process. Uh, and, and that way, that way, we're putting all our cards on the table. Like Council Knight said, there's no surprises. Mm -hmm. and they'll, they'll know what our request is in doing it informally. That's kind of an informal way of doing it. Um, he did present himself as the expert in recodification. Exactly. Uh, and the one that works on it for that firm or whatever you want to call them, that, mm -hmm. that entity or that group. So, so I, I wouldn't think otherwise. I would think he would be the one working on it if that's what we want to do. And, and, and I, I, I think you're on the right track. I, I'm thinking the same thing. If they presented him as the expert, we go with that group. He's going to be the person that's assigned to that task. Right. Right. Of information. Um, Thank you. Uh, page 11 of their RFQ has the project team and it highlights uh, where Bobrowski and MAPC fall. And Bobrowski is under zoning advisory and MAPC is under um, public engagement. So that's on page 11 and it, it has kind of yeah. circles as to what different areas that these people fall into. Yeah, so MAPC would only, you know, come in the picture when you need public engagement uh, and, you know, public meetings and all that. They, they won't be working on, you know, uh, codification or anything like that. The subject matter expert would be, and that, you know, probably Mr. Bobowski. Okay, we have a few. Uh, council Knight, were you done with your? So I guess the question is, um, what direction do we go in? Does the council want to direct the purchasing director to tailor the contract, or do we want to move forward as is? When you say tailor the contract, you mean tailor the contract to its UTL with Bobrowski doing the recodification? Yes. Okay. Um, it, that That's the impression that I'm getting from everyone. Um, uh, uh, we can take a vote on that. Uh, there are other members that want to speak as well, but um, I, I, I think that's you know. And you making that? You making a motion, Council Knight, or? Uh, no, I'm just putting it out there. I mean, it sounds like you know we can tailor the contract if that's the direction that we want to go in. Um, but uh, but Shab's saying you know no, leave it open, leave it open, but. You know, if that uncertainty is something that bothers us, then we should address it now as opposed to moving down the road, kicking the can down the line, and then if an issue arises, it's having to deal with it then when we're in a contract. Yeah. Okay. Um, Council Bears had a question. Look, Council Bears, why don't you ask your question and we can hopefully flush this out? 
Thank you, Mr. President. Um, I think I think all of the conversation we just had kind of gets to the point I was trying to make, which is we. I think I think Councillor Marks was kind of on the right track, um, where we should reach out and say we want to do this step first. It's obviously kind of a different scope of services from the presentation they made and the proposal that we have from them in terms of you know how much things would cost doesn't reflect what we're asking for anymore. So I'd like to see an updated kind of scope of service for this request that we're making. And I would agree with the idea that it, you know, if we're going this route, if it's going to be util, we have to make sure that it's Bobrowski. So um, I'd want to make sure that I want to ask them, make sure that they understand what we're asking, get that information back so that we know at the end of the day that that's what we have. Okay. Thank you, Council Biz. Vice President Carbiello. Thank you, Mr. President. If, I, if I'm looking at a thing there, there's eight members of their team there. And uh, like I said, you know, I don't think we need anybody for stormwater management at this point or, or um, transportation and parking. So there's people in there that probably don't need to be on this uh, part of Utah. But I say that there's a core team, then there's an advisory group. And, you know, Mr. Brabrowski comes in under the, under the core team. Thing. But uh, I say, I, I agree. Let's, you know, we can tailor, let's see if we can tailor this a little bit more to our needs. Uh, like I said, there's people in here that we don't really need at this point because they're saying, if you read the, their quote here, um, he comes in at the 40,000 uh, with 204 hours. So maybe he can give us more hours on his end if we cut out, I say, transportation and parking, stormwater management, and some of those things. We don't really need it at this particular point in time. Okay. Thank you, Vice President Carriello. Councilor Morell, did you have a question? I know you had a point of information, but did you have a, your hand up before to speak? Uh, no, it was just a point of information, so thank you. Okay. So, Shab, moving forward, um, you've heard from all the councilors. Uh, so is, so is it, can we contact UTL and mm -hmm. say we, we would like to go with you, uh, but we want to change the scope a bit, work on just recodification, but Bob Roski has to be the person that's working with the Memphis City Council on recodification. Do you want me to call them and talk to them? Yes. That's yeah. I think that's probably the best bet. Okay. Is everyone in agreement with that? Yep. Yeah, we get a thumbs up, heads nodding. Adam, you haven't moved. <laughs> I'm into it, Mr. President. Sounds like an idea to me. I offer that in the form of a motion. Second, Mr. President. Okay, on the motion of Council on Night. Seconded by Vice President Caviello to have Clerk Erdemies. Can I have the uh, Can I have the wording in the motion? I'm just I'm still trying to type it up. Did the council, council Director Procurement Director to reach out to you, Teal. So basically, what President Falco just said, you want to put into a motion? Yes, that's yes. a okay. recurring theme this evening. All right. Okay. I'm gonna. All right. Hang on. Just give me give me a quick second to write this up. This is the motion as I've typed it up. All right. 
Councilor Knight moved to direct the procurement director to reach out to UTL to inform UTL that the council wants to work with UTL on recodification with attorney Robrowski working on the recodification effort. Do you want any changes to that? Perfect. Do you want me to say leading the recodification effort or working on? Leading. I think leading it would be better. Leading. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, the more specific we are, the better, I think, as far okay. as working, it sounds like there might be other people working on it as well. Okay. I'm it's changing that to everyone else. And I need a second. I, I heard a second, but I couldn't tell who it was. It was second by Vice President Carviello. You ready for the roll call? Look, heard of these, please call the roll. Council Bears. Yes. Vice President Carviello. Yes. Councilor Knight. Yes. Council Marks. Yes. Council Morell. Yes. Councilor Scarpelli. Yes. President Falco. Yes, seven the affirmative, zero in the negative, the motion passes. Thank you, everyone. Um, motion to adjourn. The motion of Council Knight to adjourn the meeting, seconded by. Second. Council Scott Pelly, clerk here to be, please call the roll. Mr. Uh, before we start, before you call the roll, Mr. Clerk, uh, yeah. Mr. President, when will our next um, meeting be of this group? Uh, to uh, when, we, when we hear back from. Uh, uh, well, the next time we have another committee, the whole regarding zoning. Yes, I think we need to get a response back from our okay. procurement director, and that at that point we will we get we'll schedule a follow up, and um, we can be more specific. Or, and I say the sooner the better, Mr. President. Mm -hmm. It's it's Thank high you. on the agenda, believe me. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. You ready for the roll call to adjourn? Yes. Council Bears. Yes. Vice President Caraviello. Yes. Council Knight. Yes. Council Marks. Yes. Council Morell. Yes. Council Scarpelli. Yes. President Falco. Yes. Seven the affirmative, zero in the negative. The meeting is adjourned. Thank you very much. See you in a few minutes. See you in a few.